<laughs> I felt great and really humble for the opportunity. I know the the women I compete with are competitive and I respect and honor them coming out there and bringing in a solid field. And I don't take any opportunity for granted. I, I always like to appreciate and live in that moment because it's moments that rarely comes. You never know when you are going to get it again. Women's running, running, running. Yes, my name is Sajan Krugat Edna, and I am originally from Kenya. I moved to the United States in uh, 2015. Yes, Sergeant Edna Kurgat did move to the United States in 2015. She came over on a running scholarship starting at Liberty University, and then she moved over to the University of New Mexico. She became a U.S. citizen in 2021, and she currently races for WCAP, which stands for World Class Athlete Program, which is part of the U.S. Army. She's based out of Colorado Springs, and she's going to tell us how it all went down at the recent USATF 6K National Championships, which took place in Canton, Ohio, on July 15th. But first, welcome to Women's Running Stories. I am Sheree Louise Turner. I am the host and producer of Women's Running Stories. And every episode, we bring you, yes, one story told by a woman about running. This is one of our race reports. We have been following the USATF Grand Prix series of races that happen all throughout the year. And before we get to Kurgat's story, I want to remind you that we are a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. And there's another podcast in the network that I know you'll really enjoy. And that is the Planted Runner Podcast hosted by coach Claire Bartholik. And one of the things I really like about The Planted Runner is that Claire always gives some actionable tips that I can apply to my running. And in particular, I really like her mental strength minute. These are just tips about how to improve your mental strength. And, you know, I'm always looking for ways to improve my psychological approach to running and racing and training. And so I always just like listening to what she has to say and trying it in my own running. So check it out. It's The Planted Runner. Episodes come out every week on Thursdays. And of course, I will link to all of the ways that you can keep up with The Planted Runner in the show notes. Now on to our story featuring Sergeant Edna Kurgat, who going into the 6K National Championships was already the reigning U.S. national cross-country champion. She won that championship at the beginning of 2023, and this earned her her first spot on a U.S. international team, representing her now home country at the Cross-Country World Championships, which took place in Australia in February of this year. And Kurgat's specialties actually are cross-country and distance track racing. She has a particular focus on the 10,000 meters, And in fact, her focus on track racing played a key role in her preparation and performance for the 6K championships. Let's hear from Sergeant Kurgat. Leading into the race, we had nationals. 
track and field outdoor championships in Eugene, Oregon the week before. And I decided I was going to do the 5 and 10K and try to qualify for world championship. And unfortunately, I didn't make the top three. I finished sixth on the 10K and I immediately after that race, I I knew I was going to to do the 6K. And I immediately shift my focus and attention and I, I knew I had a lot of fatigue coming off of 10K and 5K, combining with the traveling and the time difference. And I just had to put my head up and try to recover as quickly as possible and make sure I am ready for the 6K the following weekend. Despite concerns about coming into the 6K champs, fatigued from the U.S. track nationals, where, yeah, she ran the 5,000 and the 10,000, Sergeant Kruget knew she was coming in fit and strong, physically and mentally. I think my greatest confidence came from the amount of training that I had put in on track, and I knew I had done a lot of speed work, and despite I my focus was the 10K, I knew 6K was kind of a tricky distance to race, but I knew I had the strength based on the training I had built on preparing for the 10K. So I just wanted to stay with the lead and be ready to make the move when it counts. It all, all come down to being mentally uh, mentally tough. I know of course, all the races has uh, as it progresses and the pace picks up, you, you can, your body feels like it's going to break apart. But it's, it's all about being engaged in what's going on in the race at the moment and being aware of the moves that are being made at every point of the race. And I have learned to, to prepare my body to be able to handle it if somebody is trying to make a a drastic move. I've learned to prepare my mind for such unexpected kind of scenarios. So Kurgat was coming into the 6K champs with the physical fitness from training for the track and a mental toughness she'd developed to be able to react and respond to the moment-to-moment actions of racing. No doubt her cross-country experiences have contributed to Kurgat's abilities to navigate the uncertainties that come with racing on different types of terrain and different race courses and how that all plays out in the field. But however well-prepared Kurgat was in these key respects, she was still coming into race day with no clear expectations. Yeah, I was pretty much relaxed compared to when I raced the track events because I knew I'm still new to the road racing and I'm still learning a lot. I still need a lot of experience competing. I know those women are talented and they they have mastered the skills of how to run the roads compared to me. So I, I didn't have much pressure going into it and I just needed to be calm and focused and put all the attention on my, all the energy on myself rather than worrying who is in the field and how the, the race is going to unfold and the final results. So going into the starting line, I can tell that I was much composed and ready for whichever outcome because I knew I don't have any obligation given the fact that it's my, I'm still new on the roads at the end of it. 
I started ro- uh, doing road racing towards the end of last year, and I realized that the racing strategy is pretty different uh, as compared to the track. So initially, I used to start and go too aggressively with with the lead, but I realized that at some point I'm I'm dying towards the finish line. So I've learned one of the things I've learned racing the roads is you have to be to stay conservative and know when to make the actual move and like the track where you you know the splits and you can feel the pace but for the road races it's it's it depends on who is in the field the course and you just have to be able to hang on with the group so i have learned to to be conservative well enough to where i can be able to cruise with the lead, with the leaders and that's one of the major lessons i've, I've learned on the roads There is no hood like parenthood. When you meet a fellow parent, you just kind of get each other on a whole nother level. Hi, I'm Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm a former CNN journalist, mom of three, including twins, and host of That's Total Mom Sense, the podcast. I interview change makers on their life lessons, legacy, and superpower of intuition, aka their mom sense and dad sense. I've had some pretty amazing parents on my show. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Episodes release every Thursday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Join my tribe at thatstotalmomsense.com and follow me on Instagram at Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you. Welcome to Canton, Ohio, everybody. I'm here at the USATF Women's 6K Championship this morning. It's a lovely morning in Canton, Ohio. Uh, Not too warm, not too humid. Should be a good day of racing. We've got $21,000 on the line. Bunch of best women in the country. Got athletes like Edna Kurgott, Molly Grable. Yes, so the gun goes off and off we go. And the first feeling I feel is some fatigue on my legs <laughs> and that's kind of sig- send a, a signal to my brain like I'm starting to get worried maybe I'm not well recovered from traveling or something is not adding up but then I decided I'm not going to step in front I'm going to just stay in in the mix and see how the race unfold and how my body respond as we, as the race progresses so that's why I, I was stuck in the middle and trying to stay a conservative as I listened to my body. And after after around 2K is when I started responding and the fatigue started going and fading away. And at, I believe it was around 3.8 kilometers, we had a, like a slight incline of hill. And Curly and Kerr got breaking away from the other four. Elbow to elbow, coming up Breakham Hill. They'll have an advantage if they can hold this uh, distinction because when they get over the hill, it's downhill for quite some period of time. So they'll be going... I took advantage of it because I've learned to, to do a lot of hill trainings and that kind of gave, gave me a confidence and a comeback in the race when I hold on to the girl that was leading on the hill and, and following was a downhill and 4K, I knew it's time to make a definitive move, and boom, that's when I decided now I'm not going to look back. 
I knew once I make it, I try to be as far as to be far away from the chase park as much as possible because I knew they might come for me at the end, and I don't I don't like when that happens. This is a move we're seeing now. Her got pulling away. Her margin is 15 meters and growing. Hurley now drifting back to the chase pack. Kurgat's putting it down. I like to, to take the lead early enough to where I'm not giving everything to chance at the last minute where everybody is at the position of kicking and winning. So I like to make that early move and give myself a, a better chance for winning at, as the, uh, towards the end of the race. And if you watch even the cross country, I made the move at four or two kilometers to go. And once I make up my mind that I have to make these movies, I switch off my mind and I really have to execute it. I have to give it all what it takes for me to hold on to that. Kurgot's lead is growing. I'd say it's 20 meters plus at this point, maybe 25. Okay. We're going to make a right turn. I could hear the commentators, what they were saying and how far of the lead I was and how close they were catching up on me. And it helped me gauge the distance between me and the finish line and the distance between me and the leading and the chase group. Kurgat's your leader. Rotenfeld's trying to close the gap. That gap is down to 20 meters. We got, we've got 200 meters to go. Kurgat. So the, the final turn was uh, 200 to go. And when we were doing the preview, the guy that was explaining was like, yeah, this is, if you make this final left turn, you just have 200 to go. And that really helped my me mentally because... Whenever I do like 200s on intervals and I knew, okay, if I can give it all, the 200 energy I have, then it's, it's just all the way to the finish line. So I was really digging deep and hoping I, I have a room for winning, honestly. The reality came in when I actually uh, crossed the finish line and realized that, oh, wow, I actually won this. So the feeling of winning didn't kind of catch me before I crossed the finish line. So maybe that's another helpful thing because it keeps my excitement down and, and helps me focus until I finish it. Every race is different. Every race comes with different results, and some races go really well and as expected, and sometimes it doesn't go your way. So I've, I've learned to appreciate every race, regardless of the outcomes that uh, I come out with. The first thing about racing is it has taken me places that I never expected. Like if you weren't for running, I wouldn't been in the United States at this point. And it has given me a full scholarship right through my college career. And the most important thing is it's, it's a dynamic sport that brings different 
people across the globe. So every time I go out and compete, I really appreciate interacting and meeting with the diverse the diversity of people from different parts of the world and the unique personality and characters that each individual has has really shaped me and I have learned to be able to respect everybody regardless of their backgrounds and where they come from. So that's one of the big things I like about racing is it brings people together. And that brings us to the end of this race report with Sergeant Edna Kurgat for the USATF 6K National Championships. I want to thank Sergeant Kurgat so much for taking the time to come on the podcast and tell us all about her experience at the championships. And I want to congratulate her on being a national champion once again this year. She is on fire. And she will be one of the racers to watch in the next national championship event, which is happening this weekend. On Saturday, July 29th in Davenport, Iowa, will be the Seven Mile USATF Championship. Edna Kurgat will be lining up once again with other top US runners, including Alphine Tillemook, Kellen Taylor, Nell Rojas, Anna Frisbee, and the list goes on. It should be a great race. And Kurgat is most certainly looking to get some more points in the series. She is currently ranked second behind Nell Rojas. So it's gonna be exciting to see how this series plays out throughout the rest of the year. And one side note here that I wanted to point out, when I spoke to Edna, she did mention the fact that this 6K championship felt particularly special to her because it was a women's only race. The men had a corresponding race, but it was an 8K in Tennessee. So this was one of those rare circumstances where it was a championship for the women only. And she did make note of the fact that, yeah, it just, it felt different. It felt special. It felt empowering. And she was really thankful for the fact that, you know, the women got their own race. So so big thank you to Tina Openry, who founded this Women's 6K Championship and Running Festival. She is also the director of track and field and cross country at Malone University, which is indeed in Canton, Ohio. So thank you so much to Tina for your efforts and for empowering women and holding this great championship of course, look to the show notes for ways that you can keep up with Edna Kurgat, as well as ways that you can keep up with Women's Running Stories and The Planted Runner. I will also include in there a link to all the other race reports we have, so you can keep up with what's going on in this Grand Prix series. And there's also a bonus race report in there with Molly Huddle running the New York City Half Marathon. Thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate you being here. And that will do it for this episode of Women's Running Stories. You have been listening to Original Music and Sound by Cormac O'Regan, based here in Cork, Ireland. And until next week, I am Cherie Turner, coming to you from my home closet studio, also in Cork, Ireland. And I wish you healthy, joyful strides forward. Women's Running running. Running, running stories. stories.
My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.